Welcome to The Wild Show. My name is James Tyler. And I'm James Dash. And we have a guest here today. And I'm PCSO Jodie Emanuel from Halford West Police Station. And the man who always gets angry if we don't mention him. I don't get angry. I just, like, <laughs> I just like pointing out that you, you didn't mention me for about three weeks and I had to introduce myself. <laughs> okay, so what we're going to go through now is what we've been doing in the last... A couple of weeks since the last podcast. It hasn't been that long since we recorded the last one. No. <laughs> I don't know if much has happened. Well, I'll tell you two things that I volunteer my local theatre, the Torch Theatre in Milford Avenue. Oh, yeah, I know the Torch, yeah. Yeah. I've seen two new films in, in, in there this week. I have seen The New Turtles. Is it, this, this feels like something Min- we should talk about later in the other segment. Yeah, it is. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's all I think I can that's, that's all you've been up to. Well, you've been to the cinema. That, that's, that's good enough. James Nash, you actually haven't been on for a couple episodes, so you, you might have a few things to talk about. Uh, well, I'd be, there's been a lot of things that have been happening in Narbeth, where I live, actually. Yeah. Um, first thing was there was a, um, a carnival. A Narbeth carnival. There was floats going around and things, and... And then there was a rock concert last weekend, and the Bon Bon Jovi tribute, oh, and a Queen tribute, which is which, which went on all most of the most of the night. But it, and they they stopped at a certain time, and it, they actually sounded great. And I didn't really didn't have to pay for it because I lived just over over the fence from where they where they, where it was. That's handy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, and I was speaking to somebody. All these people standing around, and then there's these pair of eyes looking over the fence. <laughs> <laughs> and I saw. So you, I, I, I was speaking to somebody on the gate, and I said that they had about two thousand tickets sold for that thing, wow. and it was a big, a big event, and the the radio station, which you know about the pure west yes. were, were there and yeah doing all the interviews and all sorts yeah oh fab i love queen yeah, yeah. what's your favorite song from queen oh i don't know probably fat bottom girls <laughs> i can relate <laughs> <laughs> any any others that have that were catch in any other albums that you like Oh, I can't even think. My granddad used to listen to it a lot. Yeah. But you know every song, don't you? Once it starts playing, you could sing along anyway. That's why mm-hmm. I like them. We are the champions. Yeah. yeah. It's a good hype song. <laughs> yeah. Get you the Bohemian mood. Rhapsody. And they, yeah. Were, yeah. they were singing. And then, Radio Gaga yeah. as well. That's, then the, that's one of my favourites. Which one is your favourite though, James? What? Queen song. I just said that was one of them. Yeah, but which one is your favourite, your absolute favourite? That is it. Oh, okay. That's hard. <laughs> too many. With Bon Jovi, it's either living on a prayer or... Uh, they were always, I think, there's they've done, they've done those things. Mm. Um, and it, it, was a, it was a great... Day and the car- the carnivals were things that would, would, was great was great and it turned out sunny for one. <laughs> for, it's rare. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, and uh, a 
in the last in the last week I've been at the Pembrokeshire County Show mm. for representing Pembrokeshire People First. Amazing. We didn't take a podcast there this year because yeah. it was complete chaos last year from what I heard. Yeah, <laughs> yeah meeting um, a lot of people, telling people about the LD Charter and th- and all sorts of things. And I think you were there. When, yes, uh, I was. I was working, so yeah, it wasn't that fun. So. But it was really good, yeah. So um, we were there for... Well, I was in the day shift, so day shifts with us at eight till five. So we were deployable from nine till four. So that means we were just on shift. So we were patrolling around. We had a tent there. Did you go to the tent, the police tent? I think what uh, that we had people. Uh, I was on the out uh, the hour stall. Ah, uh, okay. But we had other people from the dream, dream team, team and uh, work going oh, around. And doing, uh, going around and talking to people. So you may have seen one of ours with yeah. a with our t-shirt, with a Dream Team t-shirt going. Oh, Here's fun. a yeah. question: Did you see a lady with a dog going around? There were so many dogs there. Can't you remember? <laughs> there were so many. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There's even dog agility. Did you see that? That was amazing. The I, dogs going through yeah, the assault I course. I didn't get when you when you're in a, when you're in a community zone town. Oh, you couldn't leave. Could you couldn't you? some certain oh. thing because you had to talk to people. Yeah, you'd stay on the stall. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, it was good though. So I think I spent yeah. about two hours there yesterday just watching the dogs. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so now we're going to speak to Jody, who is a PCSO from Haverford West. Yes, that's correct. And we're just going to ask you some questions about your role now. Okay, go for it. Okay. I, I think we should start with uh, what does PCSO stand for? So, bit of a mouthful, but it's Police Community Support Officer. So we're not a police officer, we're for the community. So, fun little fact, we're not actually police officers, we're counted as police staff. So people that do like call handling, admin, we're the same bracket as them, but obviously we're front-facing and frontline police staff. So yeah, the community word is the most important part of that role, because yeah. we're there for the community. With police officers, they're there for the county. But with me, I'm there for Halford West, and I my patch is Portfield, in Halford West. So I've got that patch which covers um, lots of streets. I've got an abandoned school there. Well, I shouldn't call it abandoned, derelict. It's still owned by the council. It's not too abandoned. <laughs> uh, I've got Tesco, a few primary schools. So yeah, it's just the community word is the most important part. And there. Th- is it Portfield School is there as well? Yeah, it? Portfield, yeah. yeah. So they use Tasca Millwood School is the derelict school I was on about in Portfield. Yeah. So Portfield School uses a section of Tasca's, the middle section, which is quite nice. So the school isn't completely abandoned, no. but the top and bottom half is, because you probably know Tasca's, don't you, James, from Halford West? Um... My brother used to go there, uh, yeah. and I used to go to Portfield School, so you used oh, to be able to see the school kids in the playground. Yeah. And I was always trying to see if I could spot my brother when I was oh, a kid. Give him a wave. <laughs> yeah. Well, I I wasn't actually born in in Wales. Okay. Um, I came to Wales when I was about eleven, and I I I was due to go to 
uh, Tasker's. Oh. But I ended up going to Sir Thomas Picton. Your dad's TP. Yeah, the other, other the side of Half a West. Yeah. Oh, okay. So Amazing. it was nearer to where I lived. Yeah. Um, so that's how it was for me, really. Yeah. Oh, it is a shame. The school is completely derelict now. So, but at least Portfield can use a section of it. And we did have a dome there. Do you remember the dome? Yeah. The big athletic dome. So that got damaged um, in May this year, I think, when it came out of mentorship. So that's no longer in use, which is a massive shame. But yeah, Portfield still use a section. So how do you... Is there somebody else involved with the Half West High section on it? Or, or, yeah. yeah. So Half West High is SDP site. So with Taskers, they use Taskerville School for like temporary schooling, I think, for when they're moving over to the new big school. And yeah, they closed down Taskers then, which is a shame. It's just sitting there and not getting used. But hopefully with the council, we can try and get rid of it or give it to Portfield. There's a lot of... It's all up in the air still. There's still quite a new problem. Yeah. Jane's time for the next question. Yeah. Okay. So, (laughs) how long have you been doing this job for? Not very long. Uh, (laughs) You got quite a new piece, so. Yeah. So, I started training um, last year in December, on the 5th of December, in headquarters up the road, Lankana Road in Carmarthen. So I was there for about three months. Yeah, three months. Um, and then I finished training on the 10th of March. So I spent a lot of time there. It was nine to five training. It's hard work. It's a lot that goes on. You've got like OST, which is like police safety training. That was a whole week. Learn how to handcuff people, take people down safely, restrain people safely it was it was a lot it's so exhausting and that week was probably the hardest week of training like constantly in the gym nine to five you know you're taking people down the impact of like hitting the mat was hard enough I was covered in bruises <laughs> can you explain that the OST for us what 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 are you, what what does OST stand for? Um, it's officer safety training. So all of us have to do it for frontline facing staff from PCSOs to police officers. So basically it's just training to make sure you're safe in what you do. When you meet the public, if anything happens at a call, you know what you're doing, you know what you're doing safely. So we've got safe techniques that we use to take people to the floor to handcuff them if there's like res- resistant arrest. Um, safe handcuff techniques because handcuffing is quite painful if you do it incorrectly and it's to make us safe as well if someone's really kicking off it's just like remembering where you stand giving them like the fighting arcs you're not in their immediate zone it's just training for us and for the public as well just make us safe because you're going blind you don't know what you're doing like I've never handcuffed anyone before starting training so I didn't know what I was doing. You know, I've come from the hospital, so I know about restraining and things, but not handcuffing. And that was the hardest thing. There's so many techniques. Like even using the key, your hands are sweaty and the drowning's going. Like, it was really difficult. So we have a refresher each year. 
to make sure we know what we're doing which is really good because i think i've forgotten quite a lot of techniques by now so it's quite nice to have a refresher make sure you know what you're doing properly and just when we're dealing with the public they're safe as well you don't want to go in blind and just jump on them isn't it you got certain things we can do to make sure they don't get injured as well so it's really good yeah so what is the main role as the and main role as a PCSO. So we're for the community. Um, so we're community, like public facing. We provide a visible presence in the communities. We walk around, we patrol a lot, just providing like half a dress wine based a police presence because some areas don't have a lot of police presence. And we'll just say if people have got issues, they can come up to us. Like if we're walking past the street, they could be like, oh, there's Jodie. I'll go out and tell her about, I don't know, my car got damaged last night. I was too scared to ring up. You know, we're there for engagement as well. So if any events are going on, we can go meet other members of the community. Um, you know, like the older population, half a dress, there's coffee mornings for them. Could pop in, speak to them, just build a rapport really with members of Half Address and obviously Pembrokeshire. But with Pembrokeshire, we've got Narbuth Police Station, Tembe, Pembroke Dock, Milford Haven, Fishguard. So we concentrate on our area. But yeah, it's just community. It's all about community, really. That's what we're there for. We're there for people of Half Address. Like, we're just there to be a presence and, you know, any problems they have, they can come to us. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. What is your goal for the future? Um. So, because I'm quite new to the force, I'm still trying to get um to grips with the role of being a PCSO. Really, I still feel very new. Even though I came out of training in March, it's August. It's still quite new. I'm still in probation at the moment. So you're in probation for six months after training. Yeah. So mine ends in September next month. So yeah, that'd be nice. But it's just all very new. Every day it's just like, So wow. you're still at the point where you need to prove yourself. Yeah, and just get to grips with things. I'm always learning. And you'll feel less pressure when you get into September. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But I think for the future, just taking lots of courses... Um, I maybe do a bit of hate crime support officer, which we'll get into later. But that's another yeah. training you can do. But I think just constantly improve myself, take all the courses that are out there, really, and just become a really good police officer. That's my goal. I don't fancy being a police officer anytime soon. Could change, yeah. but I think for now, just yeah, just feel a bit more settled, really. So, yeah. so I would you don't really like. You wouldn't at the moment. You like you wouldn't like to be a normal police officer. Not at the moment. But in the in the future, there could be yeah maybe scope for it to be yeah. Let's say the PCSO doesn't. You could actually go in to become a normal police officer. Yeah, we could be. Yeah, there's um. So we have to apply to be a police officer. Apply for training. So you go through the normal process that I went through as PCSO. So you go through um, like the interview, um, the medical test, the bleep test. Uh, what else was there? Vetted. So you get vetted 
um, which it just goes through like your family, any like previous criminal convictions. Um, it's very thorough, vetting. You have to go through that again. Your dress history, things like that, employment history. Um, and then you do the training then. But with the police officer, six months training, not three. I think actually now as PCSO is four months. I think it's changed. Um, but yeah, it's quite long. And this um, is a lot. Like we have a lot of training, but with the police officers, they go through like all the legislation. And because they've got powers of, ad- of arrest, they have to do like, you know, statement writing, interviewing people. It's very thorough like driving with the blue lights on we don't do that they do so it's really really full on but I think for now I'm just happy settling in getting to grips with it and then maybe I don't know maybe in five years we'll see but (laughs) no plans yet (laughs) yeah so have you got any advice for hate crime and bullying so with um, neighbourhood policing, that's what we're called, PCSOs, our team is neighbourhood policing team, it's MPT for short. The police love abbreviations, <laughs> so many. So in the police, you've got a hate crime support officer, ours is Alex Mason in Halford West. So you can go through training to become this hate crime support officer. That's something I kind of fancy doing, we'll see, maybe next year, I'm not going to rush into it. So when someone rings up um, and says, I'm a victim of a hate crime, usually, well, it has to be within like protected characteristics. So with us, it's five. So we've got race, religion, uh, sexual orientation, transgender identity and disability. So when someone calls up 99 and says, I'm a victim, someone shouts at me and use my disability against me, they're a victim of a hate crime. So Alex will get in touch with them and go through questions. He's more specialised to ask them certain questions and offer them support. So when you ring up for a hate crime, that's what you'll have, which is quite a nice service. It's more specialised than just the generic questions. At least he knows. Yeah. Yeah, so and he I've, can signpost. So when he rings up, would he have... Would- would there be certain questions that he asks them? Yeah, more tailored to what's happened. So the call goes through 909 as usual. The call then would sit on Alex's lap and it'd be tagged for a hate crime support officer, whether it be a Halford West one or fish guard, depends where the person is living really. Usually when it comes to us, it'd be Halford West. So then we do a follow-up phone call with the victim and ask them a set of questions. I'm not too sure what the questions are because I'm not one, but it'll just go through things like what's happened and just any support that Alex can give them that he knows about. It's just more of a tailored experience for people and, you know, you've become a victim of a hate crime, it's horrendous, you know, something that's protected, like your race and things, things you can't change. You know, it's really distressing. So for them to have a follow-up phone call is a really nice way of being like, you know, we acknowledge a problem, we acknowledge the issue, and, you know, here's a phone call and we can talk one-on-one about it. But yeah, it's something that I might consider doing. It's quite a nice role, yeah. to be honest. Yeah, it's really good. Um, but yeah, my advice would just be ring up every time. Um, you can ring up as well. So say if someone's there who perceives it to be a hate crime. So say if 
I know we were together and someone shouted at you for your race. I could call it up and say my friend was verbally abused and they said something about his race. It doesn't have to be you. It could be someone else, someone walking across the street who hears it. They can ring it in as well and say, I've seen this hate crime. So as long as it's you perceive it or someone else perceives it and with the protected characteristics as well, it's really important. There's five of them. Any one of them that falls under is hate crime, like full stop, black and white. So yeah, but that's my advice. Just ring it up. Um, with bullying, um, obviously you can ring up about that as well because it's harassment. There are a couple of charities. I know you guys do a lot for disabilities and bullying as well. Um, there's Men Cap for bullying. They've got a section on their website just for disabilities as well. Uh, there's the National Bullying Helpline, which are fab. They offer a hotline number as well. But yeah, there's loads of things you can do, but always ring the police, especially if you're getting harassed and you know verbally assaulted. We're there to help you. And whether it be a police officer that deals with the case or we come round and see you, you know, always ring up, get logged every time, and obviously speak to family yeah, and friends. I, I've actually emailed Alex about oh. about the charter actually. Okay. Uh, to see if they could sign the the charter for us. I think we because they oh, the LD charter. So I think it's been in touch before. Oh, okay. Um, but cool. things are going to be moving on. And that they uh, yesterday or at the county show they were speaking to the police again. Oh, so good. So that's good. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah, we've got one in half address, Alex, one in Fishguard, uh, Dave Owens. Um, but I'm sure they can have more than one. But yeah, it is a really good role. And it's just nice just to specialise in something. And I quite like the follow-up phone calls they give. That's quite a nice thing to do for someone, I think. You know, it's better than talking to someone through ops room, no follow-up, you don't know what's going on. And at least you've got someone there to be like, you know, I've seen your call you know, I can talk to you about it and you can talk to me. But yeah, that's good. That's really good. Is it? Do you do you find it easier? Do people, does he, I don't know if you've spoken to Alex about this, mm. but when people speak, somebody with a learning disability mm. phones up, have they got somebody with them to help them go through their Sometimes. experience? I, th- I think I don't know the questions because I'm not a hate crime support officer but I'm pretty sure there is a question like if there's a parent and guardian around and if you know the person is struggling to speak whatever we can do home visits as well some people prefer a home visit I mean it's such a distressing experience a phone call doesn't really do it sometimes so I know Alex has gone to people's houses and knocked on the door and spoken to them face to face um, so that is an option we can do or an email some people don't even like speaking you know it's quite scary over the phone they've got social anxiety and things an email sometimes is better um, I've met a few people in my patch who just like an email because that barrier is there but I think they prefer that barrier because of their anxiety it's so bad for them they'd rather just type everything out it's easier in their own time and just send it then and i think sometimes you can just type everything down and it's just easier 
Yeah, I think from our experiences uh, as working with people with learning disabilities, because we both did, we've done that, haven't we? And getting getting their stories Mm. is the help they to help them they've got to write things down and just yeah. ex- it, it just helps them understand yeah. what, what what they want to say really. yeah i do that a lot i do points i mean i've done points for this podcast it just makes things a bit more clear really and especially in email you can just do it in your own time there's no pressure sometimes the phone call and the house visit you feel like right i have to say everything now you know everything like now they're here now but with an email you can just like take your time do it over the day and because it's so distressing it's so upsetting you know you might not say everything you want to say because you're so upset and so anxious about it so it depends but you can get a feel for you know what type of person they are and like what they prefer you can always ask them do you want to do the phone call now would you want me to call back later Got my email, I can call around, just give them options really, because everyone's so different, no matter if they're disabled or not. You know, sometimes I'd rather phone call because I don't really want someone knocking on my door when I'm in my pajamas, like (laughs) not prepared. Uh, Is there any other questions you'd like to ask, Jones? Um, haven't really got one at the moment. No, but um, it's yeah, it's uh. It's really good what Judy's uh, had to say. Oh, I hope so. It's my yeah. first time doing a podcast, so... Yeah. Yeah, I don't really know what to expect. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I talk quite quickly as well, so slow me down if I am running away. <laughs> yeah, so anything else you want to share? Um, No, not really. Just thank you for having me. And you do a really, really amazing job. Yeah. And in Pembrokeshire People's First, obviously, they're my favourites and I'm joking <laughs> <laughs> I live in Carmarthen so I shouldn't say that you should say <laughs> yeah you should say both of them <laughs> yeah. yeah but no yeah. you do an amazing job and yeah. hopefully we can keep this running with myself Carmarthen PCSOs yeah. you know I don't mind coming down I live around the corner so it's handy for me yeah that's fab but like any other topics you want to talk about um you know and different experiences as well I haven't experienced a lot of hate crime yet a lot, but not as much as someone who's been in for like two years or five years, say. Yeah. So everyone's got their own experiences of what they've seen and dealt with. Yeah. Um, but yeah, maybe we could do like a finance one at some point. Yeah. That's a massive issue at do the you moment. Know, I'll just ask you one bit more yeah. thing. In order for this job, because mm. um, anything can happen, you might have to run or yeah something or creep up on someone yeah do you have to go like doing exercise classes so in order to do the job we've got a bleep test we have to do to get in oh that's what that is yeah it? it's okay. 5.4 <laughs> I, I know what you meant by by bleep test it's one of those things where you yeah. go in a, in, a, in a sports hall james and yeah. you go between them it's horrible i know I hate it. <laughs> I um, failed my first bleep test Ooh, for this yeah. job. So you, you couldn't well, carry. You couldn't carry on. I had to do it again. Yeah. yeah. So I was practicing. So I don't run. I like swimming and surfing and things. I'm more for the sea. So running, I can't run. I'm useless to be honest. So I started practicing. 
was living in my parents' house in Slanteg by Amroth. Yeah. So there's um, like a country road that goes to Amroth Beach, but it's all concrete. So I was running back and forth. I think it was about like two and a half miles. Mm-hmm. It's uphill, really hard. But I thought if I can do this, I could do the bleep test. You know, it's more all about endurance. Um, but I injured yeah. my knee running on concrete, both of them, because like the impact of like your foot hitting the road. So both my knees were injured. I had ligament injuries. It was horrendous. So my bleep test was a couple of weeks after and I thought I'll be fine. I'll power through, like, what's the worst that can happen? And then my knee completely locked during the bleep test. And yeah, I failed it. So I had to go again. And I passed, obviously, because I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did it in the end. Yeah, but it's good to know yeah. that you at least yeah. had, to, had to say, look, people do not fail these things all the time not not pass these for first time oh no there's so many people that don't pass the fitness test medicals people don't pass you think you're absolutely fine you go to the medical and um you might have something wrong with your ears your hearing your eyesight might not be amazing one of my years my left ear got surfers year didn't even realize i knew like i'm kind of deaf i talk quite loud um, but I didn't think it was that bad. Then I went to my medical after working a night shift in Glanville Hospital, so I was knackered. And um, the nurse who does the medical was looking at my ears. So your left one, the ear canal is really narrow. I was like, right, okay, like, what's that about? And he said, from surfing with the water and the waves, your ear canal can, like, retract and go smaller. It's fine, I can hear. But yeah, it's just stuff like that you don't even think about. And when you go, you're like, oh, wow didn't even realize I think it's one of these things that surfers actually do get because it's yeah. a, I've, I've heard of that mm. myself I've got a brother-in-law that does a lot of surfing oh, he, okay. he does he's had the same thing I think oh. yeah. I didn't realize and like it can get quite bad I'm quite lucky like I don't surf as much as I used to and I was like 15 to 20 I was constantly surfing I think that was the brunt of the injury but um, I asked the nurse, how can I fix it? And he said, there was an operation. I just thought, well, I'm not deaf. You know, I might, yeah, I might talk loud, but, you know, that's the worst thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and sometimes you can fail the medical through stuff like that. Your weight as well, if you're too heavy, they might send you back and say, you know, lose a bit of weight and then come back. Cause you have to be, you know, moderately fit because you're running after people. Monday just gone. I was running through half of high street after a girl. It was really fast. <laughs> you know, yeah. things like that you have to do and you have to be quite fit. I mean, I'm not like an athlete or anything, but, no. you know, when I got to run, I can run. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so yeah. do you have to do these, like, tests for fitness tests every certain No, time? we don't. So PSSOs, once you do your bleep test, that is it. You don't have to do it again. But with the police officers, they have to do one every year. So my friend who's in Halfless Police Station, she's a PC. She's got to do one soon just to make sure like they can, they're still fit, they can do it. But they are talking about bringing it into PCSOs that we might have to do one once a year, which is really upsetting because I don't want to do it again. (laughs) (laughs) But it's fine. I mean, I get it. I understand. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I think that's yeah. all the questions for yeah. you. Yeah, unless yeah. you want to ask us anything about 
Um, trying to think now. So you got Pembrokeshire Peoples first. Yeah. They're in half a dress. Yeah. Got you guys in Carmarthen. Is there any more? There's a um, one in Cerdigon called yeah. Old uh, Al Voice, Al Voice our, our Choice. Voice, our choice yeah, and they they do so. They 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 with it. We talk about I'm talking about the Dream Team, mm. and the Dream Team. Oh, I've got the three counties involved. So right. that's how we're all involved and James is involved in it yeah. and okay. and Sam who's not here she oh, yeah. but she's um when she, we're not here we're we're doing all sorts all of the things. other same stuff yeah. we do. <laughs> oh. What about Powers? Is there anything in Powers? That's uh, a not, part of the not, part of the regional there, thing. There is isn't a it? there is a Powers People's Fest. Oh but fab. they're not really linked to any stuff we do here. Oh, okay, it's such a broad, like I want to say, county division. Maybe I don't know what to call it. Like Dover Powers is massive, isn't it? So, yeah. like we struggle. Like I can't, I can't even say the word. Like the distance is so far, isn't it? You know, like Pembrokeshire is a big county, but then you've got Powers as well. It's huge. So for you guys, it's it's a lot of ground to cover, really. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We'll just say thank you. But now I think we'll go on to another section now, yeah. James. Shall we? Shall we get on so to? So I think it's the media one next, Max. I. I. I yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Can be. You know, I, 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 you know, put a list in front of us. That would be more helpful. <laughs> well, yeah, but it's, it, it never changes, does it? No. 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 So, so what you were, you were talking a little bit about what you did with with to the torch theatre. Yeah. So I've seen two new films in the last week. Mission Impossible last Sunday. Ooh. Is that uh, what it's called? Mission Impossible last Sunday? <laughs> it's a new one. <laughs> it's the last one. No. Mission Impossible. What's it yeah. called? Yeah. I can't remember the name. Oh, what is it called? It is difficult to remember. Uh, it's not Fallout. Mm. That was the last one. It's not Rogue Nation. Anyway, we'll remember, <laughs> remember that. And and you, what, what was the other one you saw? Yeah, the Ninja Turtles movie. No, te- the secular. No, the the new one of the Ninja. Yeah, oh, Ninja Turtles. Yeah. yeah. When, and do, have you seen the older one? I. Before? Well, I've I, I've only seen the cartoons and the magazines. Okay. Because there was there was a there was one in the nineties, and so I I was just seeing if you'd seen the one before, no, but obviously I you haven't. So. <laughs> no. <laughs> to be honest, they have never really stood out as childhood characters to me. Why is that? <laughs> Why is just, that? I don't. I don't think I've always been into war, and I don't think there's much war in there. Well, I don't well, think there's much I war. But you know what I mean? A battling against <laughs> other uh, there's, other kind of yeah. species. Can you name the the, the turtles? Then this will be interesting. <laughs> <laughs> can you name a couple? Um, of, can name a couple of them. You can. Michelangelo, Leonardo, 
Raphael and someone other, I think, is Donatello. Donatello, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> Are you a fan of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? I, I've, I, I haven't seen a new one, but I saw, I've seen the, the old Heroes in a, in a Half Shell, I think they called it, didn't they, in the first one? The first one. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah. And uh, all sorts of things. And... Did you enjoy the the Mission Impossible film? Oh, it's good. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk. We'll, we'll talk I because we'll, cause I, I can't get. I, I can't remember. I, I haven't fall, seen the yeah. the new one. I I when when I saw the Mission Impossible before this one yeah. that came out a few years ago, I nearly fell asleep. <laughs> but this but this time, <laughs> I actually showed a lot of interest. That they've got a key in it. Basically, why is they're that? And they're trying it. to work out what the key were linked to, basically. Um, and it's in two halves, so somebody has taken one half of that key, um, which means they can't discover what uh, it links to. But obviously, from the beginning, the audience know. It's for a submarine. <laughs> yeah. Is, is, um, it, is it Simon Pegg? Is his cat? Is I, yeah. I don't, I don't know. I don't, yeah, the only actor I know is Tom Cruise. Yeah. yeah so uh, I think. But they and then and then it came to a point where it like just stopped, which obviously signals there's probably another half. It's called added. Dead Reckoning. That's what it's called. It's, it's Dead Reckoning Part One. They're, yeah. they're doing two. They're saying these are the last ones. Yeah. So, Jodie, what sort of films do you like to watch? I love horror films. Oh. oh. Yeah, <laughs> love them. So I recently went to see Insidious, the Red Door one. Oh, oh you saw that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I saw, good. I saw that. Oh, it was you, so you, you, uh, jumpy, that, isn't it? Some that. I sing loads of films like that and it doesn't make me jump. <laughs> but it really did make me jump this oh, time. It was so jumpy. My boyfriend like Andrew someone, jumps. Someone oh. just looking at a painting and then this uh then this <laughs> hand like comes yeah. out at you. <laughs> God and in cinema as well, like everything's so loud and so heightened, isn't it? Mm. Oh I can't. I even out. heard a group of girls at the back of the cinema go, Ah <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, my boyfriend Andrew swore one time he jumped that much, and I was like, "Andrew, stop it! Like, you're embarrassing me." <laughs> <laughs> it was good. And then we see Barbie the other day. Had to go see it. Oh, obviously, God, everybody's saying that, aren't they? I was yeah. a Barbie girl <laughs> when I was small. I loved Barbie. So um, Gareth was a piece of so in Halford West. He came to Carmarthen to watch it with me, so we went. It was really good. Really good. Glad did, I saw did it. Did you see it in the lyric book? No, um, in the view in Carmarthen. Uh-huh. Yeah, because I live in Johnstown. It's only around the corner. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's very expensive, though, isn't it? The view. Yeah. I, I, it's oh. not as bad as the... I, I live in Lately. And, oh, uh, it's it? Ch- it would be cheaper for me to get the bus here and go to the view than it would be to go to the cinema in Lately. God, it's crazy. I think I, oh, I, I think these guys or these guys. I have, well, I'm not the only one who hasn't. Se- I'm the only one here who well, hasn't seen it. Well, well, Bobby. well <laughs> me, oh. me, Sam, and Max actually went uh, and saw it. Good. And came straight back here and did a movie review about it. Oh no way! <laughs> yeah. uh, did you like it? Did you enjoy it? It was. I liked it. Good. It was all right. Mm. <laughs> yeah. I like I liked Cam. 
Oh, Ken was, was amazing. That was my favourite. The more Ken was Mal there, the more Mal Mal I was there's a Barbie movie. I want to see an action man movie. Now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. they do all the toys now. Because they I are. because yeah. I I feel Action Man was was a was a popular with yeah. boys at the same well, time. Well, the, the thing about was. Action Man is that uh, Action Man isn't isn't a thing in America. They they repackaged the GI Joe line of ties oh, yeah. as Action Man in the UK. So they'd never make an Action Man movie, but they would make a GI Joe movie, which they did twice, and they were very yeah. bad. Oh, so shame, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it was good. You gotta see it. You gotta go just just to say you've been. And Ken's amazing. Love Ken. I thought the movie was pretty good until he had his big musical number near the end, and then I was like, okay. This, I keep singing that song. Just <laughs> <laughs> walking around. Which song is it? Is it the? I'm movie? just Ken. Oh, so good. Oh, no. Yeah, I'm annoying everyone at work just singing it. I think. And it's funny when she's in the Barbie village, isn't it? And she says, "I'm." I'm worried about dying. Oh, yeah, they'll and, stop and, and, and look at it. And then they'll stop, and then she goes, I'm dying to dance. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 she... Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 you're right, yeah, she does. <laughs> oh, no, it was good. I Sorry, love James. Yeah, it's Spoilers. okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's like, that's like I'm getting, a, I'm getting a spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love going to cinema. Uh, yeah, let's yeah. see there. you got to go, gotta go to the cinema tonight. Take your dad to the cinema. Go watch Barbie. Yes, there's certain. Yeah. So, no, you might just miss that in the cinema. No, I've got other things. So I'll, I'll, I'll be, I'm relaxing this after this week. I tell you. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. no, I, I did a, I did a bit of filming on Monday. Yeah. For, for, uh, for you know, we had the Pembrokeshire people first at the manifesto. Day. Yeah. And we did. I a had bit. a phone call. Where are you? <laughs> <laughs> I was there. Uh, yeah. But uh, we we did um, we did a like a for filming for the map for the video for the for the manifesto day about certain oh, okay. things that people would like for going forward for for. For Pembrokeshire people first, isn't it? And uh, and how what how you feel about the dream team and, yeah. and the things like that. And, okay. And how how you became getting how you got the job. I think one of the things because a lot of people worried about getting paid and things, wasn't it? Oh, that was an issue, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Money. So we were talking about a lot of things like, like that and doing things, and then you had a team day in, on month on Tuesday on Tuesday in in Moor in Leadston. That's one of our projects, okay. uh, with MOR, yeah. Which and they do like um, pottery do, and they stuff, do don't they? Drawing, pottery, yeah. painting for, and they get paid. Um, mm. to do that and then what the Moore project does is probably goes to things like the county show and sells their work oh, that's cool. and then okay. if they sell some of that money will be people's first the other half goes to that artist mm. I don't think we they were there this year but they yeah. were there last year yeah there's yeah. so many people there I can't really remember mm. who was there and who wasn't to be honest yeah, so busy was, uh, it was 
can you can you can can you remember a politician if you've seen one of them walking around? Yeah, I do. You know, I don't think I actually saw. I saw Lee Halfpenny walking around the rugby Ooh. player. Oh, I saw talking he, of rugby. I saw. I saw. I saw. Wales are two out of two. No, they lost to England. I was England. actually seeing there was some like internationals. Um, people were taking photos with, and I was thinking, shouldn't they be in the World Cup warm-ups? Welsh team, <laughs> rather than the well, county it's because team. Lee Halfpenny is from. He plays. He used to play for the Scarlets. Yeah, but I think he's moving all over. He's moved or moved now. But. I have no clue. I didn't even like soft to speak to him. I know um, one of our PCs had a photo with him and the PCSO. Yeah, yeah I remember seeing him. Um, but yeah, we spoke to a lot of like charities and things. I just want to get people's numbers. It's yeah. good to like link that's up. What, and... That's what we did and yeah. we, that's what we were doing. And so we've got people net to f- mm. f- follow up on and yeah, get handy, back and talk it? to and things like yeah. that. It's like having a lot of contacts. Yeah. So when I see someone who's struggling with money or food or, I don't know, mental health issues, it's just so good to be like, bam got a number here you go you know and like I, I'm so new I'm still trying to get contacts so county show is amazing there was a hub tent wasn't there the community hub tent mm-hmm. so yes. good yeah there's like Age Cymru there yeah um, we were we were just in the middle of that oh, we, oh, oh yeah. well I must have seen you then oh, yeah on the fab. Wednesday yeah, yeah oh, that was... tent was really good James, it is ten to eleven. Yeah. So oh, yeah. Do, you want to, do you want to wrap up so you can go to your meeting? <laughs> okay, I'll just I'll just say the uh, the Ashes finished two two in the in the, <laughs> the career. <laughs> yeah. 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 Sports, yeah. In, uh, and Wales won one 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 lost one. Oh, okay. the, uh, By two the, points being, last yeah. week. And they're playing South Africa tomorrow. And South Africa oh, will tomorrow. be smashed by the Welsh team tomorrow. Mm, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Hopeful. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay, then. So we'll quickly wrap this up, shall we? So thank you for listening to us today. Um, we will be back with another show very soon. So it's goodbye from me, James Tyler. Me, James Dash. Uh, me, Pizzesso, Jodie. And me, the producer. Okay. Goodbye. <laughs>